following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Yes, that is it. Radio Law Talk. This is the most exciting, entertaining, and informative radio show on the earth. People say, Radio Law Talk. Yes, you will be entertained. You will have fun. I'm telling you, there's nothing better than our show other than the alien shows late at night driving across Nevada with thunder and lightning storm going on. You cannot, you cannot beat that other than the Radio Law Talk show. I'm here with Denise Dirks, my co-host, my co-host Todd Kunin, and our producer, illustrious producer, behind the glass. Illustrious. That's funny. funny. (laughs) Three-time, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Three-time Emmy Award nominee, but a winner, Cal Hunter. Welcome, Cal. Thank you. Donna, thank you for being our call screener today, his lovely wife, who puts up her spaghetti as our winning uh, case or no case uh what would you prize. call it? Like award. a prize. It's award. our prize. Yeah. Those of yeah. you who are joining us for the first time, it is very important to note we do a thing called Radio Law Talk. I mean, Radio Law Talk, case, <laughs> case or no case. And case or no case is where Cal Hunter, our illustrious producer. Three-time Emmy nominee, but never a winner. Never a winner. Um, actually tells us about a case, and it's either a real case or a, a, a pretend case. And we got to determine whether or not it is a case and what the outcome is. And the winner, we're, we, we get... Get these points, us attorneys, and as we bring in other attorneys uh, as guests, uh, can receive points. And at the end, we receive the illustrious and beautiful, good, tasty lemon bars. That was last year from Donna. Yes, and this guess who won year, the, that? You did. <laughs> and this year, it is her famous what, Cal? It's her famous spaghetti, and it is truly famed around uh, our house. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's exactly right. And if you see Cal and I, you can see why it's good. Oh, yeah. That works. <laughs> uh, but, but again, we're, we're excited today. We're going to talk about a lot of things. If you want to call in, Denise, it's 855-LAW-RADIO or 855-529-7234. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Uh, we are live 9 to noon Pacific time. Uh, most of uh, our affiliates carry us during that time, but if it's later, then you can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Now, we have to do some uh, a few things, and, and believe it or not, we, we do have um, new affiliates come on every once in a while. You ready for this, Cal? Are you ready for this, Cal? I think I am. I don't have anything fancy music-wise. But, well, but are you ready for it? I, let's see. Here oh. it is. There, that sounds good. There we go. Or okay. how about one of those kids' talks? Like, you know, okay, well, I yeah. don't know. Well, I got, I, I got something. Okay. Todd has a kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. I okay. knew that was coming. <laughs> Todd's yes. got a kid. Okay, how's this? Stop boring me. <laughs> That's it. We have some Are new you serious? Yes, yeah. I am serious. <laughs> okay. So we've got some new affiliates today. Hold on, because here it goes. And we are so thankful for those people out there that support us, and we have a, a number of new affiliates, KQEW 102.3 FM in Fordyce, Arkansas, is joining us this Saturday. Yeah, Arkansas. Awesome. First, uh, do, first, I, do I have an applause sound effect? Yeah, I you, do, of course. I have an applause sound effect. Thank you. Thank you. 
Very nice. Okay, good. KTOX, 1340 AM and 104.1 FM, Needles, California. And that, but this, this is just this week we're talking about. Needles, Needles. Yeah, Fred, needles. I like the Fred. Yes, right. yes, yes. KUNK, 92.7 FM, Mendocino, California. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you for joining us. KUNK, 96.7 FM, Ukiah, California. Actually, Ukiah has a racetrack up there that's really cool. I mean, I've been up to there and, and watched a race up in Ukiah, California. What kind, what kind of racing? Auto racing? Auto racing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah they're awesome. both in beautiful Mendocino County. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And then KMED, speaking of beautiful, KMED, 1440 AM, Medford, Oregon, joined this week. Thank yeah. you for joining up. Yeah, and here's our. By the way, we have Oregon Duck over here. Yeah, I mean, if you if if we had video here, you would see Denise with her Oregon Ducks uh, coffee holder. Like mug. A, what a mug. It's not uh, what 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 is the cup. Liquid container holder keeper warmer thingy. Insulated that's the cup, long yeah. title for it, but that's what she's got. Or, or mug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> food and water go here. Yeah, food goes here. <laughs> ACMD ninety nine point three FM Grants Pass, Oregon. Yes. Another one. Thank you for joining us. Here, you know, I this is a Mitch. I'm gonna say Mitch. He actually talked to the. Uh, uh, the I, I believe he's the manager or the owner. I'm not quite sure, but a wonderful guy with KMET 1490 AM Banning in Palm Springs, California. Welcome to the show. And uh, we've got WAUB 98.1 and 1590 AM and uh, WGVA 96.1 FM and 1240 AM in the Finger Lakes Radio Group in New York. Beautiful part. That yes. is a gorgeous part oh, of New York. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I'm going to be in New York in June, and I, I'm going to figure you, when You better go up there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll there. be there, too. Yeah, that, that is. That I'll come is with oh, you. that's right. You're there, too. I'll come with you. i got friends there. Yeah, that's okay. It. Hey, Ted Baker, thanks thanks in New York for, for bringing us on. And we've got KACT 1360 AM in Andrews, Texas. Yep. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome aboard. And W... FPA 1400 AM 93.9 FM in Fort in Fort Payne Alabama. I don't know where that is, but it's in Alabama. I know, but I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Okay. I'm gonna look it up. Todd so. will Google it for you. Yeah, Fort Payne Alabama. All right, mm-hmm. I'm on it. I am I'm on it. I'm in the it. business of pain, and business is good. Yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome, all of you to our show. We have a lot of fun here, so be prepared. Remember, I have to do this, and those of you who have sleep problems. We are here to help. Yes. And why are we here to help as lawyers uh, with sleep problems? Because if you can't sleep, forget about taking a pill. Just lay in your bed. Put your head back. Now, just picture this, those of you on the radio. Put your head back. Get your iPhone or whatever your Samsung and open it up to Radio Law Talk website and open the disclaimers and read it. You will sleep like a baby. Yes, you will. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. Remember, do not use Radio Law Talk as advice in court. This is for entertainment purposes only. And sometimes 
We don't even do that right. But hey, which should we be, are trying. Which should be a hint to you. <laughs> if you think. Yes, if you think you're going to cite radio law talk uh, in court, that probably not the best thing to do, but where can you use radio Denise, law talk? Where can we use it? You can use it at the Thanksgiving table to impress <laughs> all of your relatives. When everybody else is throwing out, you know, the infamous they, as in they said they did a study or I once mm-hmm. heard, you can counter and go, well, you know, we're going to put actual names to research. Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and most of all, Fred Penny said on Radio Law Talk. That's right. And uh, that and, you know. 275 gonna, might get you a cup of coffee. You're going to shut the in-laws up right there. Absolutely. What yeah. about around the water cooler? That's even better. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I heard on Radio Law Talk that they said. That's you know, right. I mean, think but, about this. But yeah. none of the, Your Honor, uh, no, I heard. No. In no. the landmark case of Cuden versus Penny, as heard on the Star Wars Day. And by the way, do you know that Happy Star Wars Day to yes, everybody? May the fourth yes. be with may you. May the fourth too. be with you. Oh, yes, that's, that's nice. Right. Today, yes. The legislature declared it as such in California yesterday because they have nothing else to do. Yeah. But, uh, wow. So anyway, uh, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel, uh, and that's what we have to tell you. By the way, Fort Payne, Alabama, northeast Alabama. So it's up northeast, a nice. uh, little. Little, little west of Atlanta, a little south of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, we do talk nice. about the law. When we come back, we will talk about the law. We're going to go over some things we're going to discuss that are fun, interesting, and we're going to put a spin on it, how we think things are just just weird, sometimes just weird in the law. So we'll be right back. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. You're joining us on Radio Law Talk. We are glad that you're listening to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com or on your favorite radio station. Stay tuned. There's more straight ahead. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. 
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny and Associates. This is Radio Law Talk. We're back. Uh, we're going to talk about a thing called Case or No Case. We brought it up before. This is our favorite part of the show, and actually our callers, our listeners, our emailers, people who stop us in the supermarket say, man, we love Case or No Case. So, Cal, roll it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Yes, I like that part. All right. Well, here's the problem when we put up the Fred cheer. The problem is that Fred is in second place. Our score, as things stand right now, Mr. Penny, 36 points, Ms. Dirks, 37, and Mr. Cunin, who took a big, a big risk last week, is at 22 (laughs) points. 22 Go big or go home. And I'm giving you an opportunity today because this case or no case, Todd, should be right in your wheelhouse. And we got to go to 100, right, Cal? That's we have to. uh, The spaghetti's a 50-pointer. Spaghetti's a 50-pointer. So now, I take you to San Francisco, California, the home of famous musician Marty Ballins. He of the Jefferson Airplane and later of the Jefferson Starship, and then they just changed it to Starship. Yep. He wanted a tattoo of one of the bedrock bands of rock and roll, a small, tasteful, 3-by-5-inch band shot of the Beatles with their instruments on his left shoulder blade. He had a picture for the tattoo artist, Shannon Dark Matter Archuleta, who worked at... (laughs) That's her name. Turn! (laughs) Run! (laughs) Don't go there! What's her name? Shannon Dark Matter There's one you just can't wait to introduce to mom, right? (laughs) Honey, it's it's, it's our boyfriend's new daughter, Dark Matter. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Sounds like Todd's. But wait, she worked at the Black and Blue Tattoo Shop in San Francisco. Oh, really? Great, yes. Yep, he gave her the picture. She laid the whole thing out on a little sketch. Balance liked it, and away she went. But Ms. Archuleta, or Ms. Dark Matter, if you will, was not a Beatles fan. Said they were nothing but a bunch of commercial sellouts. She loved the Rolling Stones better. So instead, in the final version on Balance's actual skin, she put a likeness of Mick Jagger on the bass player for the Beatles, which, of course, was Paul McCartney. Actually, it was more of a hybrid face of the two. Paul's hair, mixed lips, you know, you get the idea. <laughs> so, not, <laughs> not, not good. It was ugly. <laughs> so as the swelling goes down, Mr. Balance has a groupie look at his back and say late one evening, Hey, what's Mick Jagger doing on the Beatles in this tattoo? He looked in the mirror and became incensed. She was right, and he paid a pretty penny for the tat, more than $3,000, including tip. Ballin sought legal counsel. His lawyer said, I think you may have a case, but you'll have to take care of this mostly yourself. This is small claims. Ballin said, disfiguring me is no small matter. I am Marty Ballin's blanket. Well, blank it, right? (laughs) I want 100000 in damages. I want the tattoo removed and repaired to the way I insisted it be done in the first place. Then the lawyer said, I'm in. But he's <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm 250 to 500 bucks yeah, an hour. But he said, let's hope for a judge who can recognize faces. And there you have it. There and I go. ask you, case 
or no case. And I think what I'll do here, because I t- said I Todd, Todd, this is in your wheelhouse. It's a music history thing, and you know Marty Balance. So I'm going to ask you first: case or no case? And if so, what was the outcome? Well, you know, this is interesting because technically uh, you could make a criminal case out of this. Exactly. And and the reason why I I mean I think about this here is, you know, we. <laughs> There are things that we can consent to that make it not assault, but with in any other circumstance it would be assault. If I came at, if I came at Denise with a knife and and I cut her on the arm with a knife in an aggressive fashion, clearly that's assault with a deadly weapon. But if I'm in a surgeon and I come at her with a sharp object, a scalpel, and she is signed a waiver and I do that, now she's consenting to it. It's not assault because she wanted it to happen. And, but if I go beyond you know, if she comes into me for um, Well if you carve your initials, then it becomes a problem. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you got issues where, let's say, a doctor does something in the operating room without consent beyond the purview of the consent. That can be a problem there. Well, so I say here that he consented to have her poke him with a needle and do stuff for certain purposes. But when she took it upon herself to do something beyond the purview of his consent, that becomes assault. And so I'm going to say, yes, this is a case. Do we have to pick the outcome, or is this something still it, pending? It would be helpful. No, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, resolved. I, I think that this... Uh I think that it's kind of interesting because it reminds me of a joke I can't tell on the air, but the punchline is, I don't know about the two on the sides, but the one in the middle, that's Willie Nelson. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, but I think that this is, I think that this is a, uh, I think this is a case. And I think that the guy who got the tattoo balance, I think he wins. All right. Thank yes. you. Um, let's see. Fred, let's go to you second. What do you say? What say you? Case uh, or no case? Let me tell you this. First of all, what year was this, Cal? Uh, this happened in 1998. Cal's looking up in the sky. No, it's 1998. Okay, 1998. All right. <laughs> so, um, what year did I make up? First of all, it is not an assault because they agreed this individual, this singer from the Jefferson Airplane slash uh, Starship, Starship mm-hmm. uh, agreed to have the tattoo. It's not an assault if you put a different picture on it. That's still they agreed to have the tattoo and to be tattooed with the actual needle. Therefore, no assault. I think it is very intelligently laid out. I think it is no case just because it's so – I think it was true that actually happened, but I think – it's just too laid out too well. Cal is tricking us. Those of you listening for the first time that want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk, follow my lead. No case. It's trickery on behalf of Cal. Chicanery, you say. Okay, well, Ms. Dirks, what say you in the matter of Marty Ballins versus Dark Matter Archuleta? <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> Why am I getting so hung up on the dark matter? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's an actual tattoo artist's name. I'm just telling you. Okay. So. Okay, so I'm going to say this. Um, this is the kind of a case that, that Cal would love, and I think he made it up. No case. All right, girl, we're together. All right, when we come back, you can text us at at uh, Radio Law Talk. on our. You can text us. we got a Twitter account. We've got Facebook. We'll be back. We'll find out what's going to happen with this case or no case. Yep. Results coming up for case or no case after we take our bottom of the hour break. So stay tuned. 
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Oh, no. You oh, got Todd dancing. <laughs> Why did you do that? He's doing the robot. <laughs> hey, hey, I like to get on with my bad self. What are you talking about? You know, they've uh, all our uh, you know our marketing people are saying, you know, what? we need to do, put this on live on Facebook. I said, no, we don't. Yeah, yeah no. No, yeah, no, no bad idea. Yeah, yeah, thanks, but yeah. No. Cal, give us an overview again and, what, and okay, what's going on. Okay, once again, Marty Ballin's famous singer, Jefferson Starship and Jefferson Airplane, wanted to get a tattoo of the Beatles. He went to the black and blue tattoo on Market Street in San Francisco, went and talked to uh, Dark Matter Archuleta, the artist. She didn't like the Beatles as much. She made Paul McCartney look like Mick Jagger. Balance is alleged to have sued for $100,000 for disfigurement. And uh, Mr. Kunin said that he believed yeah, that it was a case and that Mr. Balance uh, prevailed. Ms. Dirk said... This is the lamest thing I've ever heard. I don't think it's a case at all. No, that's not true. There's a lot uh, of lame things. Yeah, well, okay, I've done more lame ones. I was going to yeah, say, she yeah. obviously has not heard many. Yeah. And uh, Fred Penny said, well, it may have been based on a real, but there's no case involved. Did I, I kind of have that about right? That's exactly yes. right, man. Okay, well. And I'm getting the feeling now that you could also say Mr. Cuton also believes that he just purchased the Golden Gate Bridge for a nickel. <laughs> so... <laughs> Or at least the landing point yes. for the post. For those of you who say it is oh, a case, God. may I see? Oh. 
<laughs> Denise, we nailed it. Cal, you did not fool us. Yes. Yeah, it's just, I mean, all of my facts were correct. Uh, Boom Boom Archuleta is an actual uh, tattoo artist. The Black and Blue is an actual tattoo shop. Marty Balance is an actual singer. But I don't know if he has what, any what tattoos. About, what is the dark matter? Um, yes, that's uh, boom boom. Uh, dark matter. Did I yeah, say boom you boom? You said boom boom. No, that's a uh, okay. box. Dark matter is an actual tattoo. Dark is an actual tattoo artist. Okay. So I just thought all that was kind of cool. So but. isn't that really the saying gray matter? I mean, what's the saying around matter? Because there's some kind of a, well, a saying, like you're, you don't have anything in your head, it's gray matter? Yeah, that's matter, gray or? matter, that's your brain, but okay. dark matter is a part of a black hole, so uh, yes. you know, negatively charged, I don't know, something. But and, anyway. then, and then when I was, you know, when I was married, there was mine, which was doesn't matter. <laughs> in fact, I think that was your middle name, <laughs> yes, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, hey, doesn't, doesn't matter, come here. Yes, oh, hi, I'm just happy to be here. And that is case... Or no case for this hour. We'll do it again each hour on Radio Law Talk. Oh, my gosh. That one was fun. That Cal, was brutal. I got you. <laughs> Cal gets me sometimes. Let me tell you, Cal, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner. Never a winner, right. Uh, you know what the deal is, Cal? And those of you who are just learning our personalities, Cal is a wonderful producer and <laughs> has a lot of – he really does. He has a lot of accolades. I, I, you know, I could see Cal coming to the Emmys, okay? And this is, just so you know, there's local Emmys in different states. Yeah, and, this, these were Northern California yeah, Emmys I was yeah, nominated yes, for. Yes, yes. nominated for. So <laughs> I could see him rolling in. And, and they, you kind of have a, an idea if you're going to win an Emmy or not, right, Cal? How, how you could tell is when you walk in where they seat you. Um, and, and I know, Cal, what I've heard is Cal, uh, Cal Hunter's here. Uh, yeah, Cal, can you – there's yeah. a little card table in the back here, uh, and this is your seat. And by the way, can you help us set some chairs up? Yes, they asked me to help with the chairs. It was right next to the kitchen, the swinging door, and, you know, and, and by the air conditioning vent. It should have been a hint all three times, but, you know, I, I held out hope. I, I just, this close. You, know, I'm, you I'm, had your speech all folded up in your pocket, right? No, I knew. What I was going to say, I was going to say, you people are lying. I didn't really win this, <laughs> but I'm taking the hard way. <laughs> and you know what? All I got to say is that is those new affiliates that have joined us. Thank you, because our goal in life for the three of us is to get Cal another Emmy nomination and a win. I'd like that. That's what it's all That's about. Right. We're trying to build Radio Law Talk only to get Cal an Emmy nomination yeah, and win. I think, uh, yeah. No, I think oh no, I think we'd all win as a team, wouldn't we? Well, I think that if we expand our horizons into maybe lesser competitive categories that might help. Oh. I mean, there are a lot of categories, like the historical cultural category, or program special, or information, here we go, informational extra, instructional program feature at category. So wait a minute, hold we on. Could, we what, could what, do something like let's that. Let's do that. Or let's how, about, how about shows performed uh, with no clothes on? I mean, just uh, putting that up there. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cal Hunter with a body for radio. Exactly. <laughs> and a voice for newspaper. <laughs> a body for radio and a voice for newspaper. That's right. You know, in- interview discussion. We could go with that Even you know, category oh, yeah, or something like yeah. that. Oh, so we should go with a different category other than producing radio shows. How do you think that all of the public radio stations win all those awards? Because they make up the categories based on the boring content that they have, and they're the only ones who submit, and so they win. Oh. You know, I was in the very competitive television news category, and I mean, it was highly competitive 
But, you know, what can I say? We do talk about the law sometimes. <laughs> Not that I'm grousing. Somebody said, can, can you give him a tissue? He needs a tissue. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> Three times. Three times. No. Okay. Let's talk about Pooh Bear. Oh, do, do you well, guys remember the song? That's a heck of a segue. What? Do you remember the Winnie song? Winnie the Pooh. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Willy nilly, Billy all stuffed with fluff. Something like that, yeah, right? Something. Well, 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 we got the first part. Yeah, that that. What's going on with Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. Oh, it's he's, he's had a bad time. He's going What's through. Going? Well, he went through a major divorce, and now that the custody bite, uh, fight is occurring. This is Winnie the Pooh so, voice, man. Let me tell you something, okay. folks. When people are going through nasty divorces and they fight over children, it gets downright dirty. And the allegations against the voice of Winnie the Pooh star is um, he's actually a veteran actor. His name is Joe Cummings, Jim, Jim Cummings. Right. And he, you know, he's been accused of rape and he's been accused of abusing animals. Acquisitions by his wife. These are accusations by his former wife. Former wife. Or soon to be former wife. Right. And um, and and there it's just nasty. Actually, the divorce. Uh, let's see. Did they, they didn't they divorce well, they, early? Yeah, the they article, divorced the, in 2011. So the article is they, they're all referring to her as ex-wife. So the divorce is done. Yes. It's just a custody battle now, and in the course of the custody battle. These allegations of behavior, and this is all, you know, we talk about rape and all that. These are all allegations of him against her after the mar- after at least the separation had occurred, correct? Um, well, both before and after. Okay, all right. So what, what, what the allegations are is that, well, basically he said that his former wife was going to ruin his career, um, put him out as Winnie the Pooh, uh, a woman-beating, drug-addicted freak. That's what she had <laughs> threatened to do to him. Ooh, you made and, her mad. Yes, he did. And so what did he do? Well, he did much what everybody does. I mean, he would pat her on the bum. You know, he would, like, you know, try to kiss her on the cheek or kiss her on the neck. And all of these things happened, allegedly, after they were divorced. And sometimes the children were there, and he says the children and her laughed jokingly about it, that it was funny and it was not bad. Oh, Christopher Robin. Yeah. She also claimed, this one for me, it, it kind of hits home. Uh, she also claimed that he was abusive to the, the dog, that he has hit the dog with a broom and injured the dog badly and also punished it Broke by putting it. Broke or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and punished it by putting it into a hot metal tub when it was hot outside. And that was punishment for that. That dog. And, and interestingly enough, on that last count about that, he said uh, he, he admitted that that happened. He said he put the dog in the tub and outside, but his claim was, I, I forgot the dog was out there. I went out and got it. I, I didn't intend for that to be a long-term punishment thing. But the fact is, whether you intended it or not, that was tough for that dog. Well, well you know not yeah. only that, why do, would you punish a dog that way? That That's uh, yeah. not going to teach a dog anything. So anyway, I give dogs timeouts, you know, you know like so my cats she, too. So what she's trying to claim is all of these acts keep him from being a good father. He cannot properly parent his his children, and his children are young. Um, he's got a. Uh, I think they're like six and and ten. Four-year-old daughter then at the time. Yeah, at, at the, the time. time that he claimed in 2011, the daughter was four. So that's she's it's a little bit older now. Yeah. But but here's here's the other thing that she was upset about. Ready for this? <clears throat> yes, I know we're divorced, but. Uh, a Christopher Robin movie's coming out, and I would like to go with you 
and he refuses to take her to the premiere of Disney's movie Christopher the Robin. Woo, that made her mad. She wasn't happy at that one either. So, the moral of the story is... Wait, she wanted the perks of being being the former spouse of the voice actor star. But anytime he put his hand on her shoulder, now she's bringing it up to try to get him to not see his kids. Yeah, and she actually brought two different distinct domestic violence protective orders against him. Wow. Twice. Now, two different times she did that. So that tells you something, and this is out of L.A. County, and it's not that easy to get domestic violence restraining orders. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is Denise Jerks, by yeah. the way. She is a family law attorney in California, and she knows what she's talking about. So anyway, I guess the, the, the moral of the story is just ask Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> He's done Winnie. His wife turned into Eeyore, right? <laughs> Eeyore. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about some more law. <laughs> We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Help. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. I like all Cal's music. It's like you're excited to get to hear us, right? It's like, I am. It's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. It's all like, isn't that awesome? None I try, of the. I try to come up with dramatic stuff, yeah, fun stuff, even a little yeah. hip hop for Todd. I mean, I got the whole thing going now. <laughs> <laughs> let's stay on the, the let's stay on the Hollywood stuff. Let's. So Dick Wolf is the executive executive producer or the creator of Law and Order, and he is kind of the mastermind of it. And he and his wife Christine got a divorce over 15 years ago. They 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 were divorced, Denise, and 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 when they got divorced. Believe it or not, it was laid out what she received. Um, apparently, she received $17.5 million in cash this 15 years ago. And by the way, the date today, for those of you who are listening to this uh, in the future, uh, 100 years from now, is 5419. <laughs> yeah, that's it. $17.5 million in cash and spousal support uh, as much as $2 million for eight years. And two, they, two million per year. Per year for eight years, <laughs> yes. And the couple's uh, main home. Now, what happened was, at the time they had they settled this divorce, this is what's bizarre. Ready for this? Law and Order was only worth an estimated of $4 million at that time because the show was losing money. And so she, she has the divorce, but something happened. What happened? Well, guess what? Yep, not that. <laughs> He came into a new billion-dollar deal with NBC Universal for Law and Order right after that, and after she had signed the settlement, basically agreement in mediation. And uh, Todd was saying earlier, isn't that great? Todd, Todd's like, uh, uh, the couriers got the, um, the, the our signs. Find the courier, hurry, George, go get the courier. Yeah, we we don't know. I mean, we don't know if when this whole thing is contingent on when NBC Universal signed to pick up Law and Order for billions of dollars. And you're trying to figure that out. It's kind of hard. But if if that was after the settlement documents had been signed, but before they were delivered, you could just see them going, stop the courier. We need more money. But it might have been years afterwards that we're trying to figure that out. I, I'm thinking know. that it was years it probably, afterwards. Because um, 
it, it the divorce happened in 2003 and like a lot of people they a lot of people when they go through a divorce they go to mediation when they go to mediation it is a confidential process that the parties control they get to decide their agreements they get to decide if something's not working they get to decide timing and they have somebody who is a neutral mediator that's assisting them through the process it keeps a lot of private facts private so that you're just getting the the very you know ending of the judgment into the court with very little information that the public can get out of that judgment and it's a very good process folks i do it all the time and i and i i really live i think this is one of the best ways to approach a divorce especially if you can communicate together and come up with agreements now in california and this is a california case in california we have what is called um, confidential mediation. And most states have the same basic thing. That's right. So, again, we're talking about general topics of laws, so seek local counsel. But many of these general laws are, are covered in different states with little tweaks. Right. And in, in California, we actually have an evidence code that is provides for there to be a mediation privilege. That means that everything that happens in the mediation process is privileged and cannot be used against anybody in the court of law. And that includes a mediator. So we've got this case where wife is saying, or former wife is saying, the mediator was biased. The financial group that the mediator worked with and for um, uh, gave us false numbers on and, and valued law and order really low and said it was losing money when, in fact, it wasn't, and they were just getting ready to really spin off law and order and make a ton of money off of law and order and the spinoffs that came from law and order. And they did it all to my detriment. That's basically what her claim was. So the trial court, so this was raised in trial court. And how did she raise it? She brought a request to set aside the judgment or the underlying agreement, agreement. that became the judgment. And the trial court said, nope, mediation privilege, you can't go after the mediator uh, or the financial uh, group because they were part and parcel of this mediation. There's no evidence you can bring before this court. And they weren't biased. So we're not going to do that and found that there was no bias and then ruled against her. You got a fair deal. You agreed to the mediation process. You're bound by the mediation privilege information, and you cannot use this to, um, in court. So then what does she do? Appeal somewhere. Of course, she yeah. appeals. And, and what did the appellate court do? The appellate court said... I affirm the judgment of the trial well, court. Here's some interesting <laughs> things that I want to bring up. There's an interesting thing. So the mediator, this is what I like. The mediator, after it's all said and done, uh, Mr. Wolf sends the mediator a nice expensive watch as a gift for conclusion of mediation saying, Thanks, buddy. That one turned out good. Here's a Rolex. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know it's a true. Rolex, but it's true. This actually happened. <laughs> That's true. And the appellate court said that that by itself did not prove that there was bias during the mediation yeah. proceedings. But look, and the judges uh, had nice watches on too. Huh? Yeah, they all had nice. But you know, let, let's 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 put it this way. It might not have done that, but the optics just look bad it when does. somebody is getting a payoff. Now we had talked about the uh, we had talked about the timing of NBC Universal this deal, right? And 
And I think that if it had been a situation where she signed the documents and while the courier is moving them over, he strikes this big deal, I think maybe in that regard, how do you keep something like that secret? And that probably should have been something that was disclosed, the valuation or whatever, if it occurred at that point in time. Absolutely. But according to what I have found... The deal with NBC Universal took place 13 years later. It was signed in 2016. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was losing money in, oath in in 2003, but 13 years later, if I do this, how do you say I'm trying? I wait, Here's the argument. So I, I have law and order, and I'm going to let it continue to lose money for another 13 years just to stick it to my ex-spouse, and then I'm going to... If that's your allegation, you're you're all wet. You know you, that's just dark matter. Yeah, <laughs> and a bad tattoo. And a bad tattoo. Uh, my question is, when it when is this is the problem with divorce and media? When is it actually over? For, um, for a guy like Dick Wolf. I mean, here's here's this thing. Uh, you know, the, the money's paid. She's got the house. She gets two million bucks a year. Okay, it's done. And that seems to be a problem to me. Is that one? When is something, I mean, the purpose of divorce is it's over, it's done, thank you, you get your money, leave me alone. Let's put it this way, she has one more appeal to the Supreme Court, (laughs) (laughs) so it may not be done. Let me answer that, and I'm not the divorce lawyer, maybe you can answer this. No, go ahead. There's two. It never ends while there's kids. Uh, under the age of 18. Right, minor children. We get that. Yeah, right, that's right, never going to end. Right, right. And the second thing, it never ends, Denise, true, is depending upon how long they're married, and every state is different, the alimony could go on the rest of their lives, Ugh. depending yes. upon how long they're married. In this particular case, though, they're, they, she, he paid more spouse support up front, $2 million a year, and then they had an eight-year cutoff. So this one looked like he bought the termination date. Okay. And I will, I will but he front-loaded it. He front-loaded yeah. it. He, he yeah. bought it fair and square. I, the, okay, this is the cynical side to me, but I will add one more category in terms of how long will this last. And it will last for as long as you have in the case of these two parties, one party making substantially more than the other party and something that they feel like they can tap into. When you look at the facts here, so they split up in 2003, the divorce was final in 2003, she got $17.5 million in cash and $2 million a year for eight years. All right, eight years after 2003 puts you to what? 2011. So that's when her $2 million a year ran out. And then you start looking at how long did the $17.5 million last? She kept that at another $2 million a year. That kind of goes on, plus the $4 million. She's running out of cash about the time he makes this $16 billion, or this billion-dollar deal, and it's like, I'm out of money. I need to sue you some more. So it lasts for as long as he stays successful. And the fun part of this is it was a motion for summary judgment that was granted, and that was at the trial level. The appellate court upheld that motion for summary judgment, wouldn't let her bring in any evidence, and there you have it, folks. Well, we got the Supreme Court coming up, so <laughs> wow. the Supreme Court's going to hear it. Wow, interesting stuff that happens. Don't forget, if you ever want to call in, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Tweet us at Radio Law Talk, and the actual phone number by the numbers is... 855-529-7234. Thank you for joining us. This is Fred Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk. Two more hours of Radio Law Talk are coming up live right here on your favorite radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. Don't go away.
you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Radio Law Talk Incorporated.